Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for His Word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book. We'll be starting into Genesis 11 today, but before we start, I remember reading something about the Chinese people in the Table of Nations there from chapter 10. And so I did a little bit more research and looked up uh, where their descendants came from and everything like that. So remember I told you about the Institution for Creation Research, that it's a good uh, place to go to for information. Well, I have something from Morris on there that he wrote about the Chinese or Oriental people. And I thought I would share with you that the idea of sin is not, not sin as in wickedness, but capital S-I-N, that name is in the table there. And as we go through, you know, uh, that prefix, S-I-N-O, like Sino-Japanese war, that means Chinese-Japanese war. That word there is also in Isaiah 49, and it talks about the land of Sinim, and so I thought I would just read just a little portion here because we didn't talk about it a whole lot. It says here that the Far East, S-I-N-A-E, suggests that Sin's descendants migrated eastward. So I say Sin's again, capital S-I-N. While others went south into the land of Canaan. So remember this, that... Uh, sin was a uh, descendant of Ham. So Ham had all those sons, and one of them, it was like the Sinite or something like that. That group, they believe, went to the east. And it's significant that Chinese people have always been identified by the prefix Sino. Like, Sinology is the study of Chinese history. The name Sin is frequently encountered in Chinese names in the form of S-I-A-N-G. I know you have seen that. Um, so it's evident there. and It seems like uh, a son of uh, Ham is where the Chinese people come from. And we know that Cush went to down to Africa, but the Sinites are listed there in that table of nations and many people believe that that is where the Chinese people went for so they would uh, came from I'm sorry not went for but we would say mongoloid peoples so that's the group of oriental people so that would include China uh, Japan Mongolian even Native American Indians so I just thought that was interesting that they came from the uh, nation, not our person of Ham, the lineage of Ham. I'm getting tongue tied today, but I said we are going to get into Genesis 11. This talks about the uh, Tower of Babel and the 
spreading out of the nations. Before we do, I'm going to do the chapter a little backwards because I want to get in our mind who is alive at this time. And I misspoke a few episodes back when I said Shem was a certain age with Abraham. Shem was way older, and I'm going to go through this. I probably read something and was like, oh, that must be right, instead of doing the work myself. So I tediously went through the second half of chapter 11, where it goes through Shem's descendants all the way up to Abraham, and I figured out some extremely interesting information. So when we're looking here at the story of the Tower of Babel, we need to understand who all is alive. For one, Noah is still alive here. And I believe with all my heart, Noah was not behind building a tower to heaven. Noah was a godly man, and I believe the majority were not listening to him, listening to him just like it was before the flood. They weren't listening to him. And even though he was their father or grandfather or great-grandfather, all they knew better, just like today. We have descendants who think they know more than their parents or their grandparents or their great-grandparents, so they know better, and they are so much more advanced than those people. I believe that was the case here. So we're going to go through some ages. Hang on. I think it's extremely interesting. So we'll see who's all alive at the Tower of Babel, and then we're going to see who's alive with Abraham, which is where this... Uh, genealogy leads up to. So we know Shem is 100 years old when Arphaxad is born. So we can go off of his birth to know how old he is at the time when other people are born. So we also know that the Tower of Babel, at the Tower of Babel time, Noah is 701 because uh, the this boy, our facts ad, is born two years after the flood, and we know then, or when I say 701, 701, 702, something like that. So if we keep working through the dates, it's 35 years later that Selah is born. After that, now Shem is 165 when Eber is born. Shem is 199 when Peleg is born. Now, Peleg is born right when the Tower of Babel happens, where they are, God confuses the language. That is a good marking off point to know then who is alive when, because we know that that happened at this story that we're coming up to. So if Shem is 199, then we know that Noah is 793 around that age at that time. How interesting is that? Because we know that Noah lives to 950, so you're going to be so surprised, I, I believe. I, I'm sure I heard this before, but I'm so surprised at that. But let's just go along with these uh, ages here real quick because I want you to realize something. Who was really alive with Abraham? So then we, it goes through, in, later on in the passage, different guys being born. Uh, Reu is born when Shem is 229. Sarong uh, is born when Shem is 261. Nahor, we recognize that name. That is Abraham's grandfather. Shem is 291. Terah is born when Shem is 
320. Abraham's born when Shem is 390. Now we know Shem lives to 600 years old. And guess what? Guess who's still living when Abraham's born? I misspoke saying that Shem was still living. (laughs) Wait till you hear. Noah's still alive when Abraham's born. Now maybe you all knew this and it's like old, old hat. I'm sure I heard this, but I had fun going through this and looking at it. Noah lived 58 years of Abraham's life before Noah passed away at 950. So Abraham is 58 when Noah passes away. I believe Abraham heard straight from Noah certain things, and Abraham obviously was a follower of God, and he believed God, and by faith he listened to what his great, 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 whatever grandfather told him. And I think that is so neat. Now, here's what's crazy. Shem is 390 when Abraham's born. Shem is 490 when Isaac is born. So Abraham's 100 now. Shem is 565 when Abraham dies. Shem lives after Abraham dies. Shem's still living. And he lives for 34, 35 more years. And Shem's a godly man. And there's, so my point is, sometimes we read the Bible and we think, everybody's being bad. Like, you know, the story when one of the prophets says, I'm the only one that's doing what's right. No, it's not that case. I believe Noah st- stood strong until he died. He's alive while Abraham's alive. I believe Shem did also. But I believe a whole lot of the descendants did not. And you're going to see what they get up to here and come up with this crazy thing in Genesis 11. So it says, And the whole earth was of one language and one speech. So they have the same language. Many people believe it's the Hebrew language because that's what then God chose for the nation of Israel. It's a good uh, guess, but the Bible doesn't tell us. And then it says, and they and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. So everybody that uh, everybody that came off the ark, all their descendants are staying together. Ah, uh, ah, uh, we have a problem here. They weren't supposed to stay together, were they? What did God tell them? whenever they got out of the off the boat in chapter 9 it says be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth replenish fill up the earth they weren't supposed to be staying together i believe out of fear they stayed together because hey if i was you know coming off that ark and it's only us and me, me and seven more, okay, I want to stay together for a little bit, but then uh, that's disobeying God. And a lot of times fear gets us to do stuff that we uh, shouldn't do. And out of fear, we don't obey God, and we cannot be that way. And so that's exactly what happened here. Some people have an issue from the phrase here in verse 2 that they, as they journeyed from the east, um, that from the east is in there as a translation. The word, the preposition from is actually not in Hebrew, but it's not an issue because many times they, uh, when the Bible talks about from the east, it's anything in that region. So remember the boat is up in uh, Turkey area, Mount Ararat. They start traveling. So from the east doesn't matter that they were going, you know, whatever direction, south, whatever. 
it's all they always say from the east when they're talking about that region. Well, so they find this plane. This plane obviously is good for growing things, and things are going well. They all start settling in. They're not um, spreading out like they should, and they have they come up with this scheme now. Remember, we talked about Nimrod and how false religion came uh, from him and his mother very much. You know, another uh, warning to us mothers, we can influence for good, and but we can also influence for terrible. And Nimrod's mother was a horrible influence on his life. But here, Nimrod, he's the grandson of Ham and we know then that Peleg is born the year that the uh, um, confounding of the languages happened. So Peleg is the great-grandson of Shem. So Nimrod is definitely here at this time when they come up with this silly scheme to build this tower. So they say, and, and they said one to another, go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they... And they had brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. So we see that phrase, go to, and then again in verse 4, go to. That idea is, come on, let's do this. They all come together with this silly scheme, and they convince themselves, this is the best idea ever. You know, sometimes the best idea ever is not right. And we need to go to God's word or Right now we have God's word, but they should have gone to what they heard. They know Noah told them the right thing. Obviously, Shem, Japheth, and Ham heard this from God. I know we're supposed to replenish the earth, but no, come on, come on, let's do this, let's do this. And so many times people get drawn into something because of peer pressure. And it's not just teenagers that get drawn into things because of peer pressure. Us ladies do too. And some of that peer pressure is online where we see something and we say, oh, that must be okay. I guess we'll just do that. We always got to go back to God's word. What does God's word say to do? We can't be pulled into something because everybody's just saying, it's a great idea. Let's do this. So we're going to have to pause for right now, we're going to continue the story. We've got a lot of lessons in our next episode. But for now, let's pray and ask God to do what's right today and not be influenced by the crowd. Heavenly Father, we all can be influenced by the crowd. We can all be pulled towards, come on, let's do this. Come on, let's do that. Lord, help us to just do what's right by faith. Help us to listen to the godly people in our life. I believe Noah was totally against this. But Ah, they relegated him to the old man that they don't need to listen to anymore. Ah, he's just an old fogey. Ah, we don't need to hear him. Oh, God, please don't let us be like that. Help us to listen to the godly advice that we hear from godly people and help us to heed the warnings that are placed in our life on a daily basis. Heavenly Father, may we please and honor and glorify you today. Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord With Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord With Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you 
and may he greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following his word. <music>